All right, Lifestyles Coach, I uh, need your opinion on something because I got a feeling science now at this point is starting to get just contrarian by nature. Back, like, ah, we we got to go the other way. We got to do something controversial. We got to generate some buzz, some groundswell here to get people talking about science again. All right. AJ and McCall on VFX. So when it comes to work-life balance, you should have a good balance, right? You should enjoy being at home. You should not be stuck at work all the time. That should be for your mental health, for your sanity. That should be what you should strive for, right? Right. According to science, no. Oh. Apparently a new study found that if your work-life balance is too good, you're probably not doing your job very well. What? Exactly. I'm so so confused by this because like anytime I've ever had a conversation with anybody when it comes to work-life balance, it's like that it doesn't really exist. Like a work-life balance doesn't actually exist. How so? People just say that there's there's not a way for you to be able to to manage it well enough. Like if you have like a family that you have to you have to focus on like while you're at work and stuff. Because, you know, what if your kid's sick? What if what if something's going on at home? Like, work-life balance doesn't really, like, exist. I mean, you should be able to put yourself into a different headspace, sort of, but it's a, I, it's a like, ugly mental game. You know, it's funny you say that because I completely agree with you in terms of trying to, the headspace, right? You try and find, like, try not to do work at home or you try to find safer an area where you're like, no, I'm going to disconnect and unplug because I think you're right. Because the it's ironically, since Ashley, my girlfriend, is in college, we were just talking about something similar uh, this weekend because she was she's getting near the end of one of her classes and she was like, "Oh, I'm so tired and stressed about it." And I was like, "You know, it's it's one of those things where you joke about all the time in college when you're in it. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to get that perfect balance and what everybody perceives that college looks like because you, you got to pro- most kids have to work to pay for school, mm-hmm. then you have to do school." Then you try to have a social life, right? You got to do all that stuff. And I feel like you're perpetually, as you move through life, always trying to chase something. Right. Like, you're always like, I'm going to do all this stuff. But you're like, oh, I got to work. Oh, I got to take care of this. Now I want to do my hobbies. Oh, I got to work. I got to relax. I got to travel, vacation, whatever it is. So I think you're perpetually always trying to chase the right balance for yourself. Mm -hmm. And apparently the right balance is not good because according to this, if you have a good balance, you're probably not as stressed as you need to be. So you're not doing as good a job at your actual job. I don't know. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I just, I feel like there are too many people, like you said, that are just chasing for the next thing, whatever the next thing is and not living in the moment and realizing that some of the things that are going on right now are the things you've been looking forward to for years and years and years. And instead it's like, oh man, I just can't wait until whatever. It's like that meme that goes around every once in a while. That's like being grown up is like, well, after this week, it's going to be less busy for the rest of your life until you die. Like the same kind of concept. Get that one achievement. It's smooth sailing. Yep. Except it's not. No. Part of that work-life balance challenge would be obviously if you could surround yourself with the right people, that would make things easier because you can count on them for support and to pick up some slack occasionally in your relationships and your friendships. But sometimes along the way, you don't pick up people. You pick up leeches. Mm-hmm. Letter to the leeches. Sometimes in life, you're lucky enough that you put together a group of people that surround you that lift you up and celebrate your successes. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately... Sometimes you put a group of people around you that want to siphon off your successes and keep you on the same level. Yes. And decided those are called leeches. Yes. AJ McCall, VFX, a friend of mine, uh, 
got a little bit of a tough love speech this weekend because been dealing with some friends that have been friends for honestly I don't know a while like as long as I can remember they've been around it, this my friends friends right problem is everyone on the outside over the last stretch of time could see that those that group of friends has not not been treating him well he's been going through some stuff and they've been not supporting him they've been telling him it's his fault stuff like that right mm-hmm. that's not what you're supposed to do right because I can tell you that it wasn't his fault the situation going on and they have been just amazingly unsupportive not even like it's not even the area where you know how people misstep every once in a while and then you can go back and be like look I thought I was going about this the right away I wasn't right my bad right no it's egregious like it, it's in, in the moment anybody should be like no no you're definitely you're in the wrong mm-hmm and the problem is, I feel like when you put start putting people around you that you trust, you want to see the best in them, right? You're going to give them as many chances as possible. And so my friend got a tough love speech from his family mm-hmm. because they're like, look, we, we want to understand, but like these people are not your friends. They don't have your best interests in mind. They're not looking out for you. Right. And I was being told about the situation by my friend and I know some of his family a little bit. And I was like... How can you be that group of people? Like, for instance, one of the people uh, he's going through a breakup, one of the people in this friend group has like apparently just immediately was like, oh, yeah, I'm hitting on I'm hitting on your ex. I'm oh, going to do it that's immediately. Awful. And I'm like, how can you say that like in the moment even right. and be like, I'm not a terrible person. Right. Right. I'm definitely not a terrible person. So, uh, actually, there's a poem we shared on, it's on our Facebook, it's on our Twitter, Utah's VFX, called Letter to the Leeches, because you got to watch out for those people. There's people, I think, that just want to come along for the ride, there's people that are going to help you lift up and build. Right. And you want to search for that latter group, not the leeches, which is the former group. Right. Because they just want to siphon. They want to find things that they don't have and not going to achieve, and they want to keep you at your level, because once you try to evolve and grow, what do they want to do? They want to pull you back down. So... You can check it out on our social media, Utah's VFX. Maybe just maybe occasionally one of those leeches will come find its way to confessions. And then we can share the story, maybe chuckle about it, maybe give an honest point of advice anonymously. Because, of course, confessions is held anonymously. We decided it's Cash Valley Secrets. Oh, boy. I apologized last week for missing what we've decided to now call Cash Valley Secrets. Your chance to confess, get it off your chest. And just feel better that somebody else knows. Or maybe you just want to toy with everybody be like, oh, no, the no. secret's out. Who could it be? I don't know. Because I know, look, I, I'm going to be honest with everybody right now. AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debated date on VFX. If this service, my family becomes aware that this service is available, <laughs> this is a good way for them to get out maybe some rumors, start trying to manipulate the system. Nice. Change the patriarchy or matriarchy of what's going on. I'm just saying. So, doubling up. All confessions, all debate a date. Like, I haven't washed my feet in more than 20 years. I've always just assumed that standing in soapy shower water every morning somehow sort of does the job for me. It does. Doesn't it? <laughs> Can I tell you right now, Do you, have you ever seen that stupid infomercial for that little, There's. it's that one, it looks like, a, it almost looks like a, a, a flip-flop with the, whatever, the slide flip-flop mm-hmm. and you put soap in it uh-huh. and then you're supposed you just to just run, run your, your feet through it, right so that came on in college and a buddy of mine said this exact thing this could be my friend from college and everybody it was, could be everybody was like no no like you have to wash them um 
For me, I mean, I have to think about it and like actually, just gonna go in you know, and pour soap and water over my hands in the bathroom. And be like, done. <laughs> not gonna rinse them, not wash them back and forth. Nothing. I've got a friend who uh, tells me anytime I see him that that he remembers that we talked about this once upon a time, and every time he sees me, he remembers that I don't wash my feet. <laughs> True. Wow. And I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna do that better because. <laughs> Because we talked about it like one time, and it's like the one thing that they remember about me. Oh, uh, see, that's uh, why. Just, why? Just scrub your feet. Just scrub, scrub your feet. Oh gosh. How about this? A friend and I created multiple fake accounts on a local town forum website and started some <laughs> online arguments over nothing, just for entertainment. I love it. Some poor academic grabbed the whole thing and used it as a thesis material in his degree about technology changing country life. Good. That's awesome. Way to go. Be the change you want to see in the world by creating false narratives about what's going on in your city. <laughs> the thing is, yes, yes, hilarious. I'm I'm so on board with this because people get so upset. Also, I'm so against this because I could totally be suckered into this a little bit. And be like, oh my gosh, this person is so stupid. <laughs> We've got some confessions coming in. You can join in on the conversation literally anytime. Reach out AJANDMCCALL on Instagram. Cash Valley Secrets. For Cash Valley Secrets. Uh, we've got someone that said, I ran my car into a street sign once because the song Animal from Neon Trees came on and I removed my hands from the wheel to do the clap thing, right? <laughs> right at the beginning of it. I told my insurance I had to swerve for a cat because the song was Animals. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm gonna be honest. We all been there. There's definitely, if you haven't crashed, I mean, there's definitely been some close calls where you either really oh, got oops. into this song or you're like, whoa, whoa, that was close. That was close. About my friend spent a stupid amount of money on a 4K TV. I've been telling him that I can't see a difference between 4K and normal TV ever since. I refuse to use the HD channels when he's around just to annoy him further. Oh I my gosh. I can see the difference I perfectly see well. The difference. Hey, they're nice. Good. The 4K TVs are nice. Good gosh. Um, we've got another message that came in said an ex-girlfriend of mine turned to me halfway through Batman Begins to ask if it was a true story. She was in her 20s. <laughs> Did you guys, I mean, is an ex-girlfriend, is that what made you guys break up or I, what? I <laughs> love, love me some Batman. <laughs> love me some Batman. Uh, I say this wholeheartedly. Never block her. All social media. Never talk to her again. Tell your friend. She's crazy. Tell everyone you know she's insane. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Still upset. Still very much upset about that. I really don't blame you. I really don't. Thank you to all those that shared the confessions on our Instagram as well. Really appreciate this. We'll get to those. And it's good to get the things off your chest. Trust me, it feels better. I can tell you, I had some friends confess they're into it now. So next time we get to this. Sweet. <laughs> Speaking of confessions, I mean, Florida not like Florida doesn't confess, mm -hmm. but they're also not like trying to keep anything a secret. So yeah. like, I feel like they're all up in everyone's business about it. Like, this is how I am tough. Yeah. Well, obviously, we can't consider it cash value secrets because it's Florida not, and the Integra Financial Service is Florida not with AJ McCall at VFX. But uh, let's just consider it, consider it an extended version of confessions because, of course, Florida had the whole weekend to do what Florida do. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Three headlines, please. Okay, so we got 
Headline number one, 7-Eleven customer assaulted someone with Tostito salsa. Guys. Guys. I mean, those glass jars are kind of thick. Pack a punch, my dude. Whatever. We'll we'll hear. So there's story one. Story number two, a driver doing 110 and a 45 told the cop a passenger needed to go to the bathroom. Good gosh, that is fast. That is so fast in a 45. Like in the interstate, I'm not saying you should go 100, no. but I mean, at least you're in the relevant ballpark. 45? That's a lot. That means you're on like a back road or in a city somewhere on the outskirts. Sheesh. Yes. And then we got story number three. Man and a woman behind bars after they shot up a Burger King parking lot because they ordered a spicy chicken sandwich and it was too spicy. So there you go. No, come on. Three crazy stories. That is the most pathetic thing I've ever heard. I know. I haven't had the new spicy chicken sandwich for Burger King, but I mean, come come on. Yep. It's mainstream. It's not going to be. I I was honestly, I got to be honest with McCall's own issues with, you know, Kirker being. I was expecting them to be like, oh, we want want lunch. Oh, it's breakfast or whatever, vice versa. And then, you know, because sometimes management can be jerks about that. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, a little bit later this morning, we'll deal with some parking, and there's generally an excuse. It's like, oh, I was in a hurry, so like I was going to be quick. I can do whatever I want. So obviously, Nick, for the Integra Financial Services Florida Not with AJ and McCall on VFX, whenever you're in a hurry, you can obviously also drive the speeds that you want, right? Uh, no. That's the correct answer. That is the correct, the answer. correct answer. Though I have heard plenty of stories of people who, if you say, look, I really had to go number two, and you may, may, not saying do it, not saying for sure, but may get out of a speed kick. That's all I've heard. <laughs> that being said, three full stories, please. Okay, so we got story number one. 31-year-old guy arrested last week for assaulting someone at a 7-Eleven with a jar of Tostitos salsa. Delicious, like, by the way, but so whatever. I'm, I'm not denying. Like, it's thick. Like, you get good. It's yeah. dense, and it's yeah. not clear yeah. if it was mild, medium, or hot. <laughs> It was unprovoked. Crucial detail. It was unprovoked, <laughs> but the guy picked it up, heaved it at another customer. His name is Latrail. I just... That's a terrible name. The person who, who wrote that blurb, or wherever you found the story, or whoever like, you keep what, them, hold them away, was like, yes, assaulted with Tostitos. Salt. He is also facing a charge for allegedly stealing a Chaco Taco ice cream bar from the same 7-Eleven. That's it. He assaulted someone with a big old jar just of salsa a taco. just to get a Choco Taco. Yep. That's it. Idiot. There's story one. Story two. Driver was pulled over for doing 110 and a 45 last week. He told the cop they were going so fast because the lady in the passenger seat had to use the restroom. Now, it, they were pulled over in the parking lot of a convenience store. While the driver was being arrested, the lady ran inside and went to go find a bathroom. So oh, it was legit. It was legit. There. She actually had to go use the restroom. Apparently, they weren't lying about that. Of course, there's no excuse. The driver was hit with charges of criminal speeding, operating after suspension, and driving under the influence. Oh, that's the way it goes. Yeah, it is. And then we got... All of that was almost okay until the under the influence part. All of the above, yes. And then we got story number three, a man and a woman behind bars after shooting up a Burger King parking lot earlier this month. They were upset. They ordered a spicy chicken sandwich. Surprise, it was spicy. And it was apparently too spicy. I don't know. McCall and I talked about the balance of like work and life and how it's not supposed to be, according to science, okay or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. what, what level of life are you operating on that you're on such a hair trigger? You're like, this is too spicy, and then you're like, gun is the immediate reaction I need. I don't know how. What? I don't know. There you go. 
Three crazy stories. This is a hard one today. Yeah. Sorry about it. So, okay, the speeding one, there's plenty of people that use the excuse, so I was going to rule it out, but then the fact that like the lady actually had to go to the bathroom, I feel like there's at least some not criminality to it, even though there was, so I think we can do not two. So now we got one and three, Nick, so you got the, I guess it's up to you. Do you want the people who freaked out over the spiciness or someone who was assaulted because of a jar of salsa for literally a Choco Taco, which I think... Inflation's probably driven it up to like more like a buck fifty two bucks, but once upon a time are like ninety nine cents. So which food attack do you want here? I'm kind of going to number one. Do you like number one? Okay, so we're gonna go with salsa. We're gonna go. We're gonna go with south of the border as opposed to continental here, McCall. Is it? It is in Florida after all. Story number one. It is. Congratulations. We got wow. You, I know. We got you hooked up with tickets to Ryan Sheep and the Rubber Band and Kennedy Dodge tonight at Cherry Peak and an Aquatech Car Wash. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you. What, what? Like, I'm still stuck. Still stuck on story number three. What level of stress are you operating on that you go somewhere? Like, even the worst food I've ever had. In, in When I went to Asia, I had something called fish balls. They're basically okay. hot dogs, but they're the it's fish. So the casing, it's like sausage casing, but it's made of fish and it's stuffed with it's disgusting. It was absolutely okay. disgusting because it was too tough. It was a pain in the butt to chew through it and it wasn't worth it once you got there. That's like one of the most disgusting things I've ever had. And my reaction wasn't immediately to get up and just start swinging. It's impressive. I mean, I'm proud of you for not doing that. <laughs> I it's a, you know, it's a big step forward. Thank I know. <laughs> Congratulations to Nick. He wins Florida, not on VFX. Imagine this, McCall. The saying is, work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. You're going to try and find a way to figure out how to do your job in a quicker time makes you that much more productive. But then if you kind of don't pick up other jobs in the time, it kind of makes you responsible. Heaven forbid your ex finds out because then she could tell your boss and now you're in trouble. Actually happened. There is a uh, saying, cliche, that says basically, I, I can't say it on air, but <clears throat> you're not supposed to date someone that you work with mm-hmm. because if it doesn't end up well, then now that person will work. Yep. AJ recall on VFX. So let's say, let's say, for instance, especially in the age of the pandemic, right? People started working remotely. People started working a little bit differently because we couldn't be in the office. We couldn't be around people. You started to figure out a little bit way to trim down your time. Right. Well, the story is a guy found a way to do his job in one fourth the time. And his girlfriend, who worked with him at the time, of course, found out about it because they were together. Mm-hmm. Problem is, they broke up. Oh. So, she ratted him out to his boss. Their boss. You know... They say work smarter, not harder. So, like, I mean, good for him for figuring that out. But um, you really must have biffed up if she felt the need to rat you out to your boss. It says here, dude dude did his eight-hour day in two hours. Spent the rest of the day, quote, looking at memes. <laughs> Idiot. Don't admit to it. <laughs> kind of. Like, just say that, you're, say that you're More doing something else. That being said, so he wasn't fired, though. He would, uh, I would assume that they added more responsibilities. Can, can we just say, though, like, yes, he probably did something stupid, and I'm, I'm more than willing to give the, the ex in this situation a little bit of the leeway because she ratted him out. That being said, you don't do that. No. When, it, when you go through a breakup, no matter if you're friend 
of the friend or family of the breaky uppies, whoever they are, or you're in it, there's a couple things you don't do. You definitely don't mess with family. Right. You definitely don't mess with their job. Right. Like, that's just too far. You will live to regret that. You don't do that. No. That being said, we all say, right, we want our friends to be right or die. I know someone that had a friend this weekend that was very right, and I think they, and I quote, rode too far. Uh Uh-oh. I appreciate a good prank and some revenge on my behalf as much as the other. But what they did for their friend, I think, is a smidge too far. We all say we want ride or die, but I think part of that, like, there's a little hidden fine print that maybe just maybe sometimes you got to walk back the ride or dies. Like, I know it's more common in girl group to have, like, everyone says there's that one friend that's the crazy one, right? Yeah. They're the one that's like, hey, let's burn down your ex's house. Right. And everybody's responsible for walking that one back. Right. You love the energy. You want that loyalty, but you still have to walk back that level of insane, insane loyalty. Yes. AJ McCall on VFX. So I, I've made, I've talked to, uh, recently, I got a friend who's going through a, a breakup, right? A bad one, too. I found out that a friend of theirs, actually, backtrack. So apparently someone went viral on TikTok because apparently there's a link that you can go to that if you enter in a phone number, it'll send a very official looking message to that phone number that says, hey, someone you've recently come in contact with has tested positive for an STI. Oh, okay. Skip forward. My friend's going through a very bad breakup. I found a friend of theirs decided this is the type of revenge I want to take and decided to insert their ex's number in that and send it to them. Okay. And I was like, look. That's not good. I always say I want ride or die, and I appreciate some spiteful vengeance on my behalf as much as the next person. <sighs> that being said, walk too it much. back. That's walk way it. too much. That's one of those ideas you say out loud, and then everybody's like, oh, man, that'd be great. That'd be funny. And then we're like, that's yeah, but the we're, end not, of it. we're not going to do that. That's, that's the end of the conversation. That's bad. Oh, my gosh. That's bad. Look, ride or die, McCall. No. Sometimes. No. Fight fire with fire. No, you don't. Mm-mm. Right, burning sensation with burning That's, sensation. No, this is terrible. Awful. No good, very bad day. <sighs> uh, yeah, yes, yes, very much so. And so I was like, all right, let's, 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 let's get the memo out again. You, we love, love that chaotic energy, but you got you to gotta, you gotta have someone that walks it back occasionally. Keep it a little bit, uh, calm it, calm it a little. <laughs> Wow. What do you do to get a text message to? Like, because there's no, like, we live in the age of spam messages. So you right. just automatically chalk it up to spam? Yes. Like, I don't want to send myself one. No. But I kind of do because I want to know what it looks like. Because <laughs> I haven't seen the TikTok. I just found out from my friend that's where their friend found it. And I was like, oh, okay, TikTok, now you're going too far. Speaking of chaotic you guys energy. You're doing a little bit too much. Walk it back. Every once in a Walk while. Walk it back. Every once in a while, I see a TikTok video and I'm like, whoa. That was, McCall, it's basically, it's the internet in video form. That was too As Bo Burnham said, everything, a little bit of everything all, all of, of the, the time. time. Right. Exactly. So I, I'm glad I don't know the link, so I can't say it out loud so more people don't. can't find it. Mm-mm. This is just a mad, this is just a reminder to talk to the whoever's the chaotic energy in your group and remember to walk them back occasionally because they are the ones that are like, yeah, let's burn down the house. And you're like, I'd prefer to not. No. Thank you. Can't do that. That was the other argument because you can't do that. That being said, uh, 
I'm pretty sure flat out stone cold sober on that one doesn't mean that uh, the next few people are going to be. It's one of our favorite games. Woo! Love when we get enough messages to play. Little kid or drunk adult. If you got a story to share, you can call as well, 435-787-0945. I'm McCall and I get to hear crazy, chaotic stories and then decide if the event in question happened when they were we tots or not completely sober adults. According to my mom, everything that I ever did that was important or funny or hilarious or anything really good happened when I was a kid, just based on the fact that all the stories that I ever hear about myself come from then. Yeah. So basically, it's been 30 years now, 32 28 years of being a failure. We'll just say that. <laughs> AJ McCall on VFX. That being said, I would disagree because I think there's plenty of great drunk adult stories kind of splashed in there somewhere. Uh-huh. And it's one of my favorite games that we came up with because we started sharing some stories and then we started hearing other people's stories. So and whenever we can collect enough, we like to play little kid or drunk adult because they both run in the exact same kind of chaotic energy. Correct. So that being said, let's play. Okay. All right. Annette, what did you do? All right, so I took a diaper full of poo and yeah. smacked my brother right in the head with it. You got to be a, a kid. Absolutely like little disgusting. Kid. 100% little Absolutely kid Absolutely disgusting. Oh, yeah. Which is why it I'm has, saying it's got, you got to be a kid. It, <laughs> yeah, all right. I mean, I, this is what happens. We're called picks first, and I'm like, there has to be that because there, there's no way. Even in like, bleh, phase, no. No. Reluctantly, I will take drunk adult, but I'm with McCall. There's no way. Well, Annette? I was a drunk adult. Oh! <laughs> my brother had his newborn baby over, no. and for some reason, he kept talking to me about my political beliefs, and oh, I gosh. was hammered on this, like, really cheap rum. Oh, and finally, I had enough of his attitude, so I took his son's loaded diaper that he had left on the kitchen counter and smacked him right in the head with it. Okay. <laughs> it I, was really messy. <laughs> I have so many issues with this. Why was it on the counter? I mean, I guess that's a good first question to start with. I, I got to be honest. I Look, yes, the political thing has clearly become right. evident. Like, Nobody just, talk about just that. Just stop. We're just, right. That being said, I'm the brother. It's Ew. over. Like, we're not we're, related anymore. We will never talk again. It's done. Like, Let's, hey, enjoy seeing your, I hope you enjoyed seeing your nephew. No more. Yeah, that's bad. By the way, one of my legit fears I don't know if it's irrational or not, but I'm terrified holding oh. babies. Mostly vomit because, like, I don't oh expect the whole one that's going to be like, oh, no, it's going to the bathroom. But one of my legitimate fears that I'm going to get that happen. Okay. It's fine. Next story so I don't throw up. Uh, Ryan, Ryan, what happened? I uh, got into the coffee beans thinking that they were jelly beans and I threw up everywhere. Ugh. Gross. All right, coffee expert, what do you got? <laughs> I'm going to go with kid on that one, too. Oh, gross. I, coffee, coffee beans, have you ever had, like, um, chocolate covered? covered? Yeah. Delicious. Um, so good. Not terrible, not, not preferred. Ugh. Anyway, that's what I'm going with. All right. I'm going with little kid. Little kid. I was like, oopsie doopsie. I get drunk. I'm, I'm, for what it's worth, I'm with you, because what adult, I mean, stupid or not, it's like, mm, mm, mm. What was it, Ryan? I was a drunk adult. What? I just grabbed a whole handful and just started munching on them. And I don't know if y'all have ever decided to eat coffee beans or coffee grounds. Uh -huh. They they will make you throw up uh -huh. everywhere. It's bad. <laughs> what the heck? So, I agree. The story was so. <laughs> my dad, my dad, 
Not a drinker whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But he, he does the occasional like rough week, has one. He'll have a can of something to take the edge sure. off, right? I remember specifically as a kid, I had to have been about 10 or 11-ish. My brother had to be seven or eight. And my dad was just having a can of something. And he set it to the side, and we we're all in the room together. And he left the room, and he said specifically beforehand, do not drink that. Oh, boy. Okay. We leave. I'm not paying attention. My brother apparently decides. I takes, he takes a sip of it because no one is leaving. And my dad comes back, and my brother goes, oh, that's disgusting. And he goes, I told you not to drink it. It's the funny thing. Like, you tell a kid not to do something, and it wasn't even a thought that crossed their mind. Like, I had, I had a friend who came over this weekend, and we spent some time, and uh, his kids were with him, and... The one said, don't touch that. I'm going to come get it. And the other one was like across the yard. And she immediately was like, ha, <laughs> ran over to go grab it. And my friend Ryan, he says, funny, because like he never, she never would have had the thought in her brain to go over and go grab that until he said, don't touch it. Oh. You're you're almost better off to not say anything. One of my favorite stories about my brother. I still laugh about it to this day. We're not done playing uh, Drunk Adult or Little Kid. More stories to share. Remember, you can always call in, leave us a message, 435-787-0945. Or you can sit back, laugh, and enjoy at the stories we share like we do in six minutes on VFX. You know why I love Little Kid or Drunk Adult with AJ McCall at VFX? Why? One, the stories are hilarious. So th that would be a big factor. But two, I think the world needs more of this. Not like the, the <laughs> mistakes. Like you oh, shouldn't okay. just blatantly go out and you know hit your brother in the face with a poopy diaper, as we already heard. But, like, if you can laugh about your silly stories, probably means you're not taking yourself too seriously. You're not generally an angry person who's going to be a, a troll and a tool. It's true. Yeah, right? True. That being said, let's keep playing. Okay. All right, Chris, what's your story? Well, I caught my sleeping grandpa's jacket on fire. A <laughs> uh, little kid. I'm going with little kid. <laughs> the A.J. McCall show does not condone burning of the grandparents. Please don't burn anything. What are the odds that this is a fireworks story? We're, we're the week of 4th no, of July. No, no. No? All right. So you get a little guy. I got drunk, drunk adult. All right, Chris. What happened? I was a little kid, and my grandpa could sleep through anything, including the fireworks show we were having in the backyard. That's right. Some of the adults went inside and thought a sleeping grandfather was satisfactory supervision for a six-year-old. Oh, my gosh. Long story short, I let off a Roman candle that <gasps> I lost control of, blasting a fireball onto my sleeping grandpa, and he hadn't moved that fast in about 50 years. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. I mean, I I have a sober adult story about fireworks. Oh, oh my gosh. And I whatever reason. I was going through a bad breakup, I think it's actually inspiration, and I was just really mad for a stretch. So I, I legitimately messaged a friend of mine and I was like, I just want to blow something up. I don't care what we do, I just want to blow something up. So what we decided to do, because it was that time of year, is we went and bought fireworks. So the first year it started with like three of us getting Roman candles and they're just running through the streets, shooting them in the general direction of each other. And then the next year it was five of us. And then the third year, it was like 10 of us. And it had to be suspicious. Like if you work at a fireworks store, how is it not suspicious if like 10 teenage boys roll up, they only, they only buy Roman candles and then they leave. That's what we did. We literally Ugh. all shit. And then we went to a big field. But anyway, the problem is, Roman candles are different depending on the brand you get. So we just wanted the ones that went, and that was it. Right. The ones we bought that year, they went, but we didn't know that. 
until I accidentally shot one at my friend and I aimed a little low because 10 people in, 10 people in a field is a lot of people to keep track of. And then it hit him in the chest. Oh. So all I hear is, woo! <laughs> it just goes up in his face. And I thought, oh my gosh, I've blinded oh, no. my friend. No, I'm going to have to explain to his mom why he can no longer see. <laughs> well, it's because I accidentally, uh, <laughs> I accidentally shot a uh, Roman candle at him. My bad. Shouldn't Luckily, he was not blind. He's good. fine. He's a nurse good. now. Everything worked out. Oh, good. That was sober adult. Sober teen. Sober kid? I don't know, whatever. Oh. Uh, Paul, <laughs> what is your story? I threw a clothes iron out the window and uh, happened to hit my brother in the head. Ooh. What is with I'm, all the sibling violence? I don't know. I'm going with drunk adult on this one because, yeah, I, I felt like growing up, an iron was something that I was very much told, like, no. These are nice. You... You, no. What kid thinks to throw an iron out the window? <laughs> I don't know, man. All right. I got a little kid here. That I, don't, I don't think so. What, what, which was it, Paul? I was a drunk adult. <laughs> my brother was helping me move from my house in college. Uh, we thought getting hammered was a good idea. No. This led to me drunkenly throwing out most of my worldly possessions. <laughs> when I got to my clothes iron, I chucked it out the second story window into the dumpster below, not knowing that uh, my brother was in there retrieving oh. everything. I was throwing away of value. Oh, the no. iron caught just enough of my brother's head to knock him out cold. Oh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> Well, at that age, the good news is at that age as a brother, you probably feel remorse, whereas I think slightly younger, you would be like, what were you doing in the dumpster? Why were you, you there? You were not supposed to be in the dumpster. You shouldn't have been there. You should have been standing there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How do you explain that one? You don't. Like, when, you, like, when you're the brother, you got to take your, your little brother now to the hospital. Like, yeah, so he got hit in the head. With something? What? Well, it's, it's inconclusive. I don't know. I was inside. Next thing I know. He was just out. And he's just done. I don't know. He's just done. No idea. Gosh. <laughs> Look at Drunk Adult with AJ McCall on VFX. I wish we could have these kind of ex- explanations to figure out why in the heck people are such jerks when they park. Yeah. Unfortunately, not the case. No. I can tell you, we got two pretty good heavyweights going at it this week. Remember to vote uh, because you can win McDonald's gift cards. We're going to introduce you to this week's nominees for the worst parking job in Cash Valley next on VFX. Always some sort of excuse, never any of them good for park narcs. Yep. AJ and McCall on VF... X. X. Got choked up there. It's just so, it's so just, powerful it's and emotional. It's terrible. These, these parking jobs are awful. I told you we have two. It's a heavyweight bout because yeah. wow. What? Okay, so nominee number one this week is I mean, what's the point of parking anyway? Which it's clearly the just lackluster attitude they carry towards the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. Because what what is even happening in this picture? I can't even tell you. Like I don't know how they got there because so, they would have had to back into it. Because unless they what? pulled through the stop sign that's literally right next to it. So they're over a special needs spot, right. over the like rectangle next to it, and into the lane. Right. So I don't know what the heck that is. Though. While being almost completely perpendicular to Correct. the actual parking spots. Correct. It's. Wow. Yeah. Just. A tr- that's bad. It's something. So that's one way of blocking people. The other way. It's nominee number two. I own this parking lot of some vehicle that's parked in just the middle of a stretch here trying to exit a parking lot. 
and behind a truck and a van. And not like far away, not like, oh, maybe if we we careful, we can finagle our way out. <laughs> it's bad. It is like there. Well, we got a message from the person who nominated uh, nominee number two, and they said that they do this every single day. And like yesterday, there were two separate cars that were parked stacked like that on top of each other. What? What? I don't know which one makes me more upset. I know. They both make me extremely angry. I know. See for yourself, Utah's VFX on Facebook, on Instagram, vote, because you can win McDonald's gift cards. Get to that in a second. But which parking spot is the worst in Cash Valley this week? It is a heavyweight bout. Those are atrocious. They're terrible. Those are just flat out awful. The worst. Oh, my gosh. By simply voting... Or nominating, if you send in a uh, Park Narc nominee, Utah's VFX, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can send the picture. You can win two free gift uh, gift cards to McDonald's. We give them away a few times a week. We'll have a chance to win tomorrow, so make sure you vote, Utah's VFX. And McDonald's also hiring all over the Valley and Box Elder locations. they got tuition reimbursement, starting pay up to $10 an hour or more, with shift differentials and also management positions available. If you want to find out more information about the McDonald's opening in South Logan, text UT84 to 38000. UT84, text that to 38000. So we already talked about, uh, you know, drunk kid, drunk adult, little kid, kind of the chaotic energy and the silly things that are done. But there's also a special place that exists for people who, not under the influence, not under chaotic energy, Go out with the best intentions, and then maybe, just maybe, things don't turn out so well. I don't know if you saw this, but a huge bike pileup was caused by simply a sign. Really? I believe Grandma and Grandpa this weekend. Oh. That's just the start of it for the debated date in less than 10 minutes. VFX. You go out somewhere where there's going to be a big screen, like a Jumbotron, I mean, or a chance to be on TV. Maybe, just maybe, you go out of your way to make a sign. That's perfectly reasonable. For sure. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debate today date on VFX. Well, one uh, fan decided to go out to the Tour de France, which is one of the world-famous events that happens, one of the world-famous competitions, mm-hmm. and made a sign. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, you can stand. It's bikes. Not to say it's not dangerous, but certainly understandable have people ride along the side as, at, at, during the different ventures of the, the race mm-hmm. because it's, it's bikes. So they held out a sign that I believe said, Hello, Grandma or Grandpa, or something like that. I believe oh. it was in French. But the sign stuck out. Hit biker. Next thing you know, like 50 bikers are on the ground. Yep. That is a biff up of royal proportions. I'm watching it right now. Like, I watched it. It collapsed like everybody. Because there's no way way for you to stop. They're like all right there. Blonk. That, but for like 10 more minutes. Dude, I am like, Wow. There's like four people who actually got to finish the race. Yeah, I swear. Pretty much. Like, whew. so oh. the, according to a uh, <gasps> broken uh, bike. Oh, oh my gosh. According to a report, I, I the most recent, th- they're looking for that person. They're going to so sue they can't them. Find him. Yeah. They're going to sue him. I just saw this right now. They vow to <laughs> sue the spectator who caused the massive crash with sign. So I think we can agree was not done with ill intent. Uh, right. Yeah. But. Oh my gosh, there's like, this looks like a, it looks like a battle. Like There's a guy laying on the ground, his face is bloody. Like, it, this looks like they went into battle. 
So hopefully no one has to the same proportion an innocent biff up like that. But what's a time when maybe innocently or inadvertently, maybe just maybe, caused caused some issues, messed something up, Dude. biffed it up. Uh, oh, I'm watching this again. This is terrible. This is so bad. Mine's, I've never really had one that was that big. Well, I would hope not. I don't think very many people have one that is that big. I would never let you live it down if you had one that was that big. When I was in uh, college, I was, of course, I was driving a car that used to be my dad's. And one night I was leaving a friend of mine and he lived, like to get to his apartment, he had to go up this alleyway. And next to the alleyway was this like very not well put together cement, like little barricade of a wall. And I just wasn't paying attention, and I backed out and didn't cut it fast enough, so I bumped into the back wall with my back bumper. So I was like, oh, no. Oh, well. And I left. Like that Later that week, I'm at home seeing my dad and stepmom, and they come out, and uh, they're like, what the heck happened to your back bumper? And I go, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, my it's all gosh. scuffed up. And I'm like, what? What? No, it's not. And they go, yeah. No. It's, it's quite scuffed up. I'm like, let me look. Whoa. I have no idea where that came from as it's dawning on me remembering what I actually did. It registers. Uh, I think unfairly, unless my lying was terrible, which I don't think it was, because all I said was, I don't know. They were like, you got to be more careful on campus, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I have no idea. Like, in this scenario, someone hit me, and you're like, well, AJ, come on. Come on. Now, AJ's realistically, because he actually backed me, into something. Yeah. No, it was me. But they probably still. knew that you actually backed into something yeah, because like, of the yeah. because of the scuff marks on it, and yeah. probably the way that it, it ended up getting hit. Yeah. I mean, I backed into somebody at work once. That did happen. It shouldn't have parked there. For what it's worth, it's not a parking spot. I do agree with McCall. It's not a parking <laughs> spot. You can't park there. there. But I backed into him. What? I ended up paying for it, okay, before anybody's like, well, did you take... Yes. They wanted to go through insurance. It went through insurance. Uh, infuriatingly, but it did. What innocent way did you biff up? Maybe you had the best intentions. Maybe something simple that shouldn't have gone wrong and just got ugly in a hurry. The path to... I'm not going to say it. Never mind. Change your mind. Scrap it. I want to say it. AJ McCall on VFX. I was going to say the saying about the path to heaven. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, okay. I'm just going to say that sometimes best laid plans can go awry and good intentions can turn something that was supposed to be innocent and fun, like the Tour de France, a bike race, which, by the way, is the biggest congregation of jerks that I hope I never actually see on the road. Oh, my gosh. Into a massive pileup and rise. Oh. It was bad. It was really bad. It was all caused by a sign. Just one. I'm literally looking at it. I'm watching it again. Yep, still terrible. We'll tweet the link so you can see it if you haven't. Ugh. That being said, before I tell you how I broke my sister's finger, which was not done purposely, Vern was nice enough to call in. Vern, what was the something innocent enough that you did that just turned out not so great? Me and my wife, when we first uh, got together, we went up to our first Christmas we spent at the cabin up uh, Logan Canyon. Uh-huh. We'd taken a tree up there and all the presents and hidden. Like, a week later, it snowed like two feet, and we couldn't get in there and retrieve things. Oh, no. Oh, no. So it stayed, like, the coffee maker and stuff, you know, that we'd taken up there. Uh-huh. And it stayed there till April. Oh, gosh. Okay? And the Christmas tree especially, okay? Now, imagine what that looks like by April. Right. Super dead. Yeah. Okay. We went. We went up there for a barbecue, and I started getting rid of the Christmas tree in the fireplace, and I finally had enough of breaking the branches apart. 
Uh huh. So I just threw the whole I threw the whole damn thing in the outdoor fireplace. Poof. Well, it got so hot that it was licking at the power line. Oh no! It melted the Doritos on the the bag of the Doritos on the picnic table. Oh my gosh! And my wife, my Linda Lou, like. Vern, Vern, I'm like going, uh, no, it's it's fine. It's, it's all fine. right. And I'm freaking, I'm freaking out inside. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know? I got this under control. No, uh, I, I, I got it under control. I got it under control. It's fine. I'm freaking. It's no big deal. I believe that's a guy's mindset all the time. <laughs> this is fine. This is fine. I got fine. it. I got it. Totally fine. <laughs> what innocent thing did you do? It didn't turn out so innocent. In middle school, my both my sisters played basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, because my oldest sister, especially, she is she's she's shorter than my brother and I, but she shot up pretty quick. She shot up like a weed in middle school. So she played center. So she's big, and they were like, "Yeah, we need you to play basketball." Well, what happens in, inadvertently in basketball? Sometimes you jam your finger, right? You catch the ball on a finger. And... So what you're supposed to do is you pull it out of the knuckle, right? And hopefully, it, it makes it feel better. Softly, usually, yes. Yeah, I guess I'm just used to pulling in people's fingers that are the same age or older than mine because, you know, I the time she was in middle school and I'm done with college. And so I pulled on it to jam, unjam it, which everyone encouraged me to do mm-hmm. because that's what you're supposed to do. And I, I broke her finger. That's not good. No, no, it's not. I feel terrible. You know, I, growing up, this is this is really more selfish than anything. I remember when I was in, I don't know, maybe first grade or something, and we were at the playground, and I was swinging on the swing, and it was recess time, and we were, you know, in school, and we're, we're sitting out there, and I had a friend who was, who was swinging on the swing at that point, and uh, I said, hey, look, if you get off this swing, maybe the teacher will see that you're doing a good thing and give you whatever the reward system was, I don't remember, and they'll give you this prize or whatever, and... You know, then I'll be able to swing and whatever. It'll be great for you. And he's like, wow, that's a great idea. So I conned my way onto a swing. He went and talked to the teacher. And then I had to have a talking to by the teacher that I can't use like rewards from other people to get what I want. So I don't know if that's necessary. I really wanted him to get whatever the prize was because he was like the closest to getting that next tier. You know how they use like the tier system for like points and stuff? Yes. So, anyway, my bad. Two things. One, technically you didn't lie because you said maybe. Yeah. Two, if you immediately go and ask. Right. You can't do that. Uh, so, I mean, really, the person is false to the kid here. I know. Uh, it's really the kid. I know. <laughs> what What innocent thing did you do that just didn't turn out so well? I would think an innocent enough thing to go do, McCall, because I'm sure it happens pretty much every day somewhere around the world, is to go to a try-on station at a clothing store. Uh-huh. A not-so-innocent thing and not good intentions turning out of it is being bailed out by the jaws of life from firefighters. Oh. I know. Someone got stuck trying to try and close the clothing store. AJ McCarr going to roast this person to a crisp yeah. because they're an idiot. How in the heck do you get stuck there that firefighters are required? No, actually, I would like to use McCall's customer service experience and your shopping experience to weigh in on this one because this one creeps me out. Okay. AJ and McCall on VFX. Repurposing buildings is great. As an adult, I understand that they are a burden on taxes or whatever, so I get that. Mm-hmm. What had happened was in Long Island, there was a clothing store that had been converted from an old bank building. Okay. So the... 
dressing room area is behind a propped steel vault door. Weird. I agree. That makes me extremely uncomfortable. Okay. Apparently, a little 14-year-old girl went in to try something, and they couldn't get the door open. Right. So the firefighters had to be called, and use hammers and the jaws of life to get this little girl out. Mm-hmm. The wall was 18 inches of brick and concrete they had to go through because the door got stuck. That's a lot. That is insane. Okay. I just want to reiterate, please, I, I get it. The clothing store, maybe, got a great deal. Whatever, I don't know. Not my business. I don't like that. I don't like wandering through a vault door, because those are designed, FYI, knowing what very little I do about banks. See, I can ask them call about this, too. Great. They're designed not to let people in. Right. Why? Just no. I think it is fascinating um, being able to use these, these reuse, repurpose these because even generally, yes, having to take off a vault door is not something I would 10 out of 10 recommend. I don't expect it to be, but if you're going to buy it, maybe just make sure, you know, I don't know, it's going to close or if it does close, you know how to open it, you know, that stuff. I have some questions. So number one, my mom has an office, right? My mom's office is an old bank. There's a vault in it. There's a door, vault door, okay. with a lock and everything. Right. Does she know how to get in and I out of it? I have no idea. See, that, see, this is a problem. Mom, if you're listening right now, which I don't think you are because I think you're in St. George. What? In my house? Cool. If I know how to get in and out of it. I just don't know if she can get... Out of it? Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's like a... Oh, no. In Look, case of emergency, you I, can get locked in here. Oh, no. You're going to lose all of the air. I w- <laughs> yes. Help. I would hope so. But knowing what I know of you and your family, I'm also not completely not concerned about the fact that I think your mom will lock herself in there at some point. Or somebody. Somebody in your family will be like, oh, no. But the reality of it is, how often do we not have our phones on us? Right? Look, if there's anything I've learned from movies, it's once you're locked in a safe cell phone service... Done. I mean, yeah, but when you're in like a safe that's that's an old safe that you have Wi-Fi in this building now and you can Wi-Fi call somebody, I mean. Get better Wi-Fi in the safe. I'm pretty sure you would get pretty good Wi-Fi in the safe. Now, here's what they really need to do. How much of a power move would it be an awesome? Granted, we're all the same issues and I'm not ignoring those. This is just my imagination running wild. But how awesome would it be to have your office inside the big vault door? I think it'd be sweet. That be like, be don't so talk to me. Awesome. Flink. Don't. No. I'm I'm stuck. I like. That being said, I the, the, me sue them. Sue them. Sue them. Mom and daughter should know what they're doing. It's their building. It should understand how things work. Be able to get their daughter out of the try the the clothing try on room without having to have firefighters sledgehammer a whole wall out for hours on end. Mm-hmm. Good gosh, mm-hmm. that's atrocious. Speaking of work. We get a message. Someone's got an issue at the workplace and they need some advice. Luckily, the McCall Taylor has seen it all and done it all when it comes to low-end customer service jobs. Thank you. I got you covered. She got all that experience. A listener sent us a message over the weekend. Utah's VFX, all our social media. It's AJ and McCall. It says, Dear AJ and McCall. Yes. And they write. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'm having a real problem at work. I work with someone who's a lazy employee. They're always late. They're always taking breaks. They're always trying to get out of work early. 
And it makes it so much more difficult for the rest of us. Right. Unfortunately, we have to work with her mom, who is also a boss. Got it. Now, I have complained to the proper uh, Melper management, and I have complained to the bosses, and nothing has been done because of shortages of staff, let's right. be honest. Right. The Valley is... Correct. Everybody hiring. All over the place. So, that's going on. Uh, here's the problem. I want to take it further up the chain, but I also really like my direct boss. That being said, I cannot take this anymore because we're working with our hands tied behind our back with this coworker. What do we do? As somebody who has, I mean, I've done leadership in some of the positions that I've had. Um, you gotta, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. You gotta keep, you gotta keep bringing it up. You gotta document it. You've gotta have, uh, direct examples of moments when they have been lazy or as you're deeming it as lazy or um, examples of things that have happened. Yeah, documenting's good. Because if you I don't like document that. it, then it's just he, he said, she said at that point. So you have to document That's good. it. That's good. You got to put the documentation down, put it into like an email type of a format um, and then bring it up with your bosses. Have conversation with those bosses. And if those bosses say it's not that big of a deal, then say that you will be escalating it. <laughs> because at that point, it's like, it's, if your boss is doing, there. if the boss is doing their job, they will take these situations, they wouldn't take them lightly. They would actually have this conversation. And if the boss isn't they're doing their job, then maybe your boss just needs to be replaced. I mean, unfortunately, so you know how, on this subject, I agree with everything McCall said. I don't even think there's really anything to add. But I was thinking about this. So you know how family-owned company is always like a thing that's brand new? Like it's a good thing, right? It's a family-owned company. Right, right. Am I the only one that thinks that, having worked in areas that deal, in, in places that deal with nepotism as well, and thought, oh, I wonder what that means. Does that mean there's some son or daughter that gets to coast through, makes way more than everybody else, does way less than everybody else? Um, I don't know uh, I've, necessarily because I feel like sometimes that's the case. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that's it's I'm not saying family owned means there's nepotism. No, muck. that's just where I go. Like my first full time job, I worked for a radio company that at the time was owned by a family who had no experience in that. They just bought it because right, they just could. For funsies. And I remember one time specifically. So they had handed it down from father to son, and the 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 father was getting up there and was kind of right. out out there. And I remember the son gave a speech. He said, he said, I want, this is our policy. This, how we do things is how it's said. And if uh, Art was his dad's name, because it was, they were all Arthur, but he was called Art. If he comes down and says something, we change to that, to what he's saying, no matter if it's the complete opposite of what we've been doing the entire time. And we'll figure it out on the fly. And I was like, that's good. That's good direction. That's, that's a good way to run, run things. Be like, yeah, just cause he said it. Like what? How about you just defer to the people that are actually in the field? Crazy concept, right? But I don't know. I just when I hear family-owned company, I immediately go to nepotism. I'm like, oh great, place where son's not no kid, not doing his part. I don't know. I feel like a lot of the the it's harder to work with family for that the most I part. Completely agree with. Um, so I feel like it's it's harder to work for family and with family. But um, I don't know. I feel like. I don't go into it. I mean, no offense, AJ. I'm looking quite cynical here. 
I'm not saying I'm not. That's why I was asking. Right. Does anybody else think this? I mean, I don't. I for the most part, I like to go in and I like to have different expectations as to like, oh yeah, no, this is going to be different than the other situations that I've that I've had. So well, for your sake, I hope that that's always true. It's been pretty pretty true thus far. I, I to, yeah. Going back to the letter though, I echo everything McCall says. I think you got to document it. Cause it's always good to have a hard copy of something, right? Because then they can't dispute it. Yep. And then you keep you keep going, and if you need to escalate, like your boss or not, they ain't doing their job. Yep. We got you covered. You need a good lull. We got the people. Or maybe we'll maybe provoke thoughts or or inspiration for you, which is also good. Yeah. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, add us on Facebook so you can play VFX's Facebook roulette as we get ready to steal posts. But they get to be shared on the VFX Facebook page. So, what did you land on, McCall? Well, I've got uh, my friend Cody. She shared a, a meme that says, my dog, when he's eating. And it's his dog with a hat and a don't tread on me flag in the background. And then it says, my dog, when I'm eating. And then it's like, Soviet Russia, dog, hat, <laughs> the whole setup. like Comrade dog. Dogs. <laughs> oh, dogs. The joke is, stay away from me. This is mine, right? When dog has food. And the other joke is... Food for everybody. Cause food for everyone. For communism, Hello, right? I'm hungry. For those who don't get Mom. the politics. It's good. It's a good joke. Uh, I landed my friend Patrick. It says, me has vacation days. Me uses vacation days. Work. Picture of old man looking like he's about to say, <coughs> yeah. <laughs> You can win because that's exactly how I feel every time I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll go take vacation. <laughs> well, it's like that meme that comes up all the time. It says, the question is, what's something that feels illegal that shouldn't? And it taking says vacation, using your vacation dude. days or taking a sick day. Ugh. Sometimes I see that one too. Uh, yeah. They're there for me to use. Yeah, but do I want to? Yes. No. All the time, constantly. No, I, I plan can't. to run them down to zero each year. It's my I plan. can't do it. Yes. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. Uh, same for Utah's VFX. Vote for Park Narcs. A couple times this week, we're going to give away those McDonald's gift cards. So voting. Or if you see... Bad parking, take a picture and send it to Utah's VFX. Either way works. And then do us a favor, AJ and McCall on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find the uh, Tour de France crash. Uh, We're going to shoot some stuff today and tomorrow, so there'll be more stuff up there. AJ and McCall, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yes, and he means videos, not like pop cans when we're shooting things. Roll film. AJ Shift 7 McCall, that's AJ Ampersand McCall, is for the podcast. If you miss anything, I'm going to go back and check some of your favorite stuff. Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, it's AJ Ampersand McCall. And then that's the same for Twitch with Producer Butters back. We will be doing the after show in like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. So find us, follow us, all that there. We're going to talk about vacation and we're going to talk about um, food amnesia. Can't wait for food amnesia. Though, until tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.